Well, hello. Welcome to the first episode of the Drawcast. Uh, in this episode, uh, I will be reading uh, Testing Waters by Irate Drins Not Tragedies on AO3. Um, this is my first time doing something like this, so, like, please don't yell at me. Um, yeah. So, let's get into it. Okay. Testing Waters by Irate Drins Not Tragedies. Summary. On a frosty morning in April, Drake passes the test. Drake Javara was many things. A poet, a musician, a content creator for the masses, hardworking, with a mastery of political satire. He was also, on this chilly evening in early April, waking to the birds chirping for the first time in a new decade. He laid on his side on on the double mattress, comfortable beneath his soft, warm duvet. The morning light danced through the bedroom's frost-covered windows, still frigid to the touch, even in springtime. His eyes flickered open and closed, mind foggy from another late night of editing, but unwilling to slip back into sleep. He momentarily thought thought about getting up and putting the kettle on, but decided against it as a chill swept through the room and reminded him of his half- of his half-dressed state. Instead, he snuggled back into the warm presence that was tucked into the crook of him, his neck. Good morning, Tommy whispered. As if sensing his partner's arousal, he pressed a, a closed-lipped kiss into Drake's left shoulder and nuzzled closer to the warm body he was holding. The authoritarian had one arm beneath his pillow and the other laid over the top of his lover's hip and under his stomach, clutching softly with his big hands. In the same position they had fallen asleep last night in the night before. Okay. Morning, Kami. Drake breathed, suddenly not so angry at the song and birds were waking him up. He relaxed the tension he hadn't been aware of he'd been holding and melted further into his partner's touch. This is nice, he thought, and it was. The authoritarian was a space heater, radiating warmth into a cold room they shared. They lied like that for countless minutes, basking in each other's presence until the sun had risen, shining directly into Drake's eyes. In response, he merely turned Inward, so their fronts were pressed together, the motion elicited a chuckle from the larger man who responded by playfully tightening his grip on the anti-centrist. You have good dreams? Drake smiled sheepishly and breathed, something intelligible, into Kami's bare chest. At that, the extremist loosened his hold and shuffled back so he could um, look into his partner's eyes. Hmm? What are you talking Smiling about, the authoritarian said coyly, a smirk audible in his voice. Drake simply groaned and pressed his forehead back into his companion's chest. I dreamed centricide six was done, and and then I woke up. Excited to upload it, but nope. 
Drake explained, exclaimed, exasperated. All sleepiness emptied from his body as he waved his arms expressively, sitting up. I dreamt the whole thing up. It was so good, too. But you want to know the worst part, Kami? The authoritarian quirked an eyebrow. The worst part is, Drake placed a hand dramatically on his forehead as, as if to see, what was me? I barely remember the script, he said, and closed his eyes with a fake faux gasp before he collapsed onto his back. That is the worst part, the communist pouted sympathetically and cupped his partner's face, who leaned into the touch. Come close, I will make you feel better. The two connected without hesitation, engulfing each other's lips in a sensual kiss. Kami's free hand tugged teasingly at the hem of his shirt. A graphic tee of some band Dreg couldn't remember the name from many years ago. Working its way to touch the bare skin underneath, they stayed like that for as long as they could and until finally the satirist had to break for air. Well, morning breath, Dreg thought, through a, though with a cheeky smile, and began to unfurl himself from his partner's grasp with the intention of making a quick, quick chip trip to the bathroom. However, just before he could break free, his partner tightened his hold on him. No, do not leave me. Stay a little longer, Kami spoke quietly into his ear, flexing his arms around his lover's smaller body and entrapping him in a sleepy hug. Drake playfully struggled his way out from under the communist grasps, as if battling his way off the bed. I'll be back soon, babe. Just gotta wash out the old morning breath. Then, uh, Drake eyed the half-chub in Kami's boxer briefs with his mark. We can take care of that. The pantsless adherist ducked out of the room and hastily made his way to towards the bathroom down the hall. He entered on his tiptoes. The hardwood had been cold, but that was nothing compared to the tile flooring. Altering the weight on his feet, he applied the toothpaste to his toothbrush and began brushing his teeth. He had noticed some significant improvements on his to his dental hygiene after quitting porn and had theorized that his brain had been so desperate for another routine that it had latched onto anything that gave him structure, including flossing after every meal. Rinsing his mouth with tap water and patting a, stub a, st a stubbly dry face with a towel, he turned around to face himself in the bathroom's full-length mirror. He studied his form, which was still visible beneath the shirt he had worn to bed. His eyes racked, racked over his neck, traps, shoulders, and arms that he spent hours cultivating with sheer discipline. His pecs, which, although small, were firm and sticking out over a prominently large, prominently this morning. Finally. His gaze lowered to his stomach, where his confident smirk faltered as he stared down at the infant bit of chub that had made a home on his lower abdomen. As of late, no matter how, how many calories he caught, cut, crunches he did, or miles he cycled, he would also awaken the next morning with his persistent pouch on his waistline. 
or ordinarily this would be no big deal. Just a quick trip to the gym and his metabolism would take care of the rest. However, the math refused to yield to his efforts. Damn you, Beaver Tails Incorporated. Thought, Dreg thought angrily as he po poked and pinched the fat, as if he could merely wish it away. Getting in the way of my rockin' bod. <laughs> he let his hands fall to the side in defeat, and as he took one last longing, longing gaze at himself in the mirror. He started to turn on his heels to face the counter, but before he could, a wave of nausea hit Drake square in the gut. Immediately, he kneeled over as his leg turned to jelly, and he frantically dove for the toilet while he could feel the bile warming the, its way up his throat. His hands couldn't pry open the lid fast enough as he spilled his, before he spilled his um, stomach's contents into the bowl. He stayed like that, hunched over the toilet for like for what felt like an absurd amount of time, until he was once again able to pros properly breathe. With the last of the acidity fading from his tongue, Drake groggily closed, closed the lid and flushed. The retching had stolen away any energy for the day that sleep had gifted him, prompting him to run a, a hand through his messy curls as he sat on the cold tile bathroom floor. He looked down at his stomach, hoping that that vomiting had removed the unceasing bloat, but to no avail. The heaviness in his stomach was still there. He felt fine moments earlier. So why had the nausea felt like such a kick in the... No. No way. He couldn't be. They had been careful. They had been deliberate, using protection, always making sure to take a fat shit afterwards, and yet the most... He attempted to rationalize his sickness, the more realistic it became. The possibility hit him like a sack of bricks. Shaking, he sat up and took a closer look at his reflection. He went, he ran one hand over his clammy face, riddled with acne, previously unseen in, since high school. The other traveled to his chest where it poked, poked and prodded. His previously pr pristine pecs were, to Dreg's horror, tender at the touch. Shit. He mouthed as he sprung up to close the bathroom door before turning towards the bathroom cabinet, flinging open its bottom drawers. Shit, 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 shit. Drake felt like a vacuum that had been a vacuum had been opened inside of him, stealing his insides and leaving him boneless, small, afraid. Searching frantically in the cabinet between Abandoned razors, shower gel, and candles, his hands were feeling for one specific item which had laid untouched, collecting dust for years. Approaching the back corner, the anti-centrist had nearly given up when his fingers brushed against a small thermometer-shaped object. As he pulled the pregnancy test out of the cabinet, the gravity of the situation dawned on him. He once again felt nausea, except this time it was a slow creep throughout his veins, rooting him to the floor, terror, afraid to stand. He scrunched his eyes shut and began to count the seconds between breaths. He sat on the bottom and 
he sat on his bottom and began to and attempted to summon the courage force to his bloodstream. When his breathing had returned to a somewhat normal rhythm, he flipped over the stick so it faced the front and was definitely regular looking, white and bow shaped, with a pink cap to cover the collection swab. In the middle of the viewpoint of Torch was with a, a lead, legend that was labeled beside it. Drake swallowed thickly as he read it. One dash not pregnant, two dashes pregnant. Attempting to boost his confidence, Drake tried to think positively and ra- rationalize his predicament. Come on, Drager, you can do this. It's going to be negative. Probably just something you ate. Yeah, that works. With a newfound strength, he cautiously lifted himself up, this clenched to the side, and faced the toilet. He lifted the seat and reached into his gray boxers and took out his 6.2-inch cock, aiming it at the bowl. He held the stick out at arm's length so that the piss stream would make contact with it on its way out. With the urine drained from his balls and the test more or less completed seconds later, he shook choice and tucked himself back into his boxers. Without pausing to wash his hands, he set aside the stick the stick by the beside the sink sink. He couldn't bear to watch the lines fade into place and frantically ducked down to sit on the floor back against the counter. Seconds felt like hours seconds that felt like hours dra- dragged by. Drake had begun to pick at his fingernails. Worries worries ran rampant in his mind, flying past passed faster than he could really dwell on them. The t- the satirist tried to desperately look for something around him to focus on, but to me- but to no avail. He settled on looking skyward, the textured ceiling, trying to distract himself by making out shapes in its grain. He thought back to all the things he had eaten previously, which could have triggered this set of unslightly sl- body changes. Eventually, setting on. The tuna wrap he had had two days ago. Yeah, that's it. And deciding he had re- decided he, that he waited with anxiety long enough. Now it was time to face the facts. The facts being that I'm definitely, decisively not pregnant. Drag repeated in his mind like a mantra, psyching himself up for the big reveal. When he thoroughly convinced him, convinced, he launched himself upward and confidently reached for the test, staring down at it with reformed vigor, and saw a double line staring back at him. Two dashes. Pregnant. He nearly fainted at the sight. The illusions he had built up in his mind shattered. His perfect life, their perfect life, had been completely flipped, turned upside down. His eyes fell on the mass to his stomach on the mask, his stomach. Though now he could see it, it had a round dimension to it, rounder than just some deep-fried delicacy at his hand settled in his lap, shaking. Drake realized he would have to make one of two decisions, to keep it or to eat it. He hadn't planned this. Nobody plans to be a father at 23. 
Sure, thoughts of parenthood had been in the back of his mind, but the idea of securing a nation state for the future children had never been a main concern of his. When he figured the worst of the thoughts had come, a much darker third option intruded, materializing from the darkest crevices of his mind. Just don't tell him. Through the word, though the though the words never left his head, he slapped his hand over his mouth in shock. Of course, I have to tell Kami. It's his child too. Drake scolded himself, but the thought had already ro- rooted itself in his mind. Would it really be so? Would it really be so cruel to get rid of their child without telling his partner? Sitting in his boxers on the cold, hard floor of the bathroom, bare legs pulled close to his chest, and a pilot- and a positive pregnancy test in his right palm, Drake began to cry. Overwhelmed with the options, tears falling down his face, he closed his left hand and made a fist and hit the side of his bathtub in frustration. He would soon have to face his lover, the father of his child, and yet he was still unsure of of a major factor. Would Kami even want it? Then only his train of thought came to a screeching halt as he had heard heavy footsteps approaching the door. Without realizing, he had accidentally knocked seven, all seven bottles of shampoo he had into the bathtub in his fit of terror, which created an astronomical amount of sound. Before he could collect himself, Kami pushed the door open and a look of worry on his face. I heard an I heard an unpleasant noise. Are you okay? Kami bellowed at the sight of his lover crying on the floor. The extremist moved, fo- moved forward to comfort him. My dear, what's wrong? The communist stepped dead in his tracks at the sight of the device, the satirist's right palm, gripped so tightly to his chest. As Kami flicked his vision upwards, the two eyes made contact briefly until Drake cloaked away in shame. One beat passed, one beat passed, two beats passed, three. And Kami hesitantly moved in closer to his lover, crouching down to get a closer look. His left hand tentatively reached out and gripped um, softly Drake's right, lingering there until he turned it over, so his palm faced upright. The anti-centrist didn't even attempt to hide the pregnancy test, nor the double-line indicator adorned on it. On the small screen. Kami's concerned expression faltered as he deciphered the English text on the stick. Drake prepared for the worst, shrinking inward slightly, afraid of his lover's possible reaction. Suddenly, Kami's hand shot up to grab Drake's chin and gently tip it toward his face where they made eye contact one more. Drained and anticipating, Drake opened his mouth to speak. Kami, I- We're going to be family, the authoritarian boomed excitedly, interrupting him with a manic smile. Drake lifted- Kami lifted Drake up by the shoulders, wrap- and wrapped- wrapping his tree trunk arms around his lover's small frame, careful not to squeeze too hard as to not hurt his- no, their offspring. Mere minutes ago, Drake thought his life was over, but now, surrounded by in 
the warmth of the ideology he loved began to wonder if it had really just begun. Drag Javara was many things. A poet, a musician, a content creator for the masses, hardworking, a ma with a mastery of political satire. Today, Drag was today Drake realized he would be something else too. A father. Holy crap, we're done. Uh I know I messed up a lot, but um I I hope you enjoyed. Um if you haven't already, go check out um Testing Waters on AO3. Um it's good. Uh and I will see you soon. Bye. Uh yeah.